0: Your mama's so fat, the back of her neck looks like a pack of hot dogs.
1: May you have seven different kinds of diarrhea. Hey, my youth, your head is as big as Bob the
2: funeral. Your teeth are like stars; they come out at night. Sinola ei taida kaikki laaksossa.
0: I'll cut you down so low, you'll have to hold a sign that says, "Don't spit." Can't swim.
1: Welcome to Don't Spit, Can't Swim, a podcast about insult humor from around the world.
0: I'm Ben Kinsley.
3: I'm Jessica Langley.
0: And I'm Justin Crosby.
3: On this episode, we investigate one particular insulting phrase we heard in Finland to try to better understand its meaning and where it comes from. So we talked to a couple native Finns, including a folklorist, to try to get to the bottom of what exactly lingonberries are doing in vaginas.
1: So two years ago, Jessica and I spent a couple of months in Finland, primarily in the city of Vasa, which is on the west coast near Sweden. We had gone there to study Finnish insult humor. We were following up on a previous expedition to Finland that you, Gersten went on alone a couple of years earlier. We weren't able to be there with you, but you had some you had some problems, right?
0: Yeah, that was a difficult collection of event to say the least, probably the hardest time we've ever had getting people to participate in this project. And it's really not because people didn't want to participate or people didn't think it was a great idea. It's just not the finish way. You don't get on camera if you don't have to. <laughs> and so, it. and I was there alone. Um, so, I didn't have the full team effort. You know, we didn't have the sandwich boards out. Like we, we've we grown to realize that they really play a big role in the events to kind of get people primed for the type of janks we're looking to collect. And yeah, we did two collection events, one at Arcadia Bookshop, which is sort of an international bookstore. They teach a lot of um, language lessons and things like that. Um, it's run by a British guy, really nice guy. We probably got like three janks there all day. And there was a group of Russian interns uh just sitting there refusing to be on camera, it was maddening. Later that day we went to um, do the event at Kalio Koonshal in, in Kalio neighborhood and had a lot more success, but still we got less than 10. So by far this was the the biggest fail and you know, it's on me.
1: I mean it was it was hard for us in Vasa too. We tried all sorts of things, right? So we understand like we, we there's something about it.
3: We had to bribe these two women, remember? The two um there were these two older women from Amnesty International and we wanted, you know, they we talked to them and they knew we knew that they knew something and they told us that they knew. They had they you know, oh yeah, we've got some some insult jokes. But they were but collecting they, for she, Amnesty,
1: so they were and like And she
3: shoved her bucket like in our face and we had to donate in order to get her to Yeah.
1: <laughs> It was like, yeah, give me what I want and I'll give you what you want. It it worked out fine.
3: Yeah. We were also there like two years later and it was during the Christmas season. So we think that maybe there was, you know, a lot of people were out kind of shopping. And even though it was like horribly cold and really dark, we think that maybe there was something about like that catching people in a moment of like social and holiday cheer. And I don't know. I mean, the city of Vasa is bilingual too. So there's like 70% of the population speaks Finnish as their primary language, but also around, but then 25% speak Swedish. So, you know, I don't know if that had something to do with it too, just the different like culture a little bit, like even just the subtle difference from like Eastern to Western Finland.
1: Mm. And, And you know, what's really cool about Vasa is that it's not uncommon to hear a conversation between two people who live in Vasa, hanging out together at like a cafe and, and one, and they speak, you speak your own primary language. So like one person might be speaking in Finnish and the other will be responding in Swedish. And yeah. they have the whole conversation that way because they, they're both bilingual, but you you revert to your primary language.
3: Yeah, we learned some really great insults both in Finnish and in Swedish, where they might, you know, have really similar content or mean the same thing.
1: Yeah, why don't we play some of our favorites?
3: Yeah, cool.
1: kuin metsä, tihet, mutta ystävät elämä.
0: That's Finnish for Your hair is like a forest Not as thick, but as full of life
2: oh, of that.
0: And that one is Swedish It means Do you have gnomes in the attic? Another one in Swedish Your carpet is a bit wrinkled That's Finnish for That guy doesn't have all the Nazis in the bunker Sun your face is like the ass of a bird of prey. On ihan Your face is like an elephant's cunt.
4: Sinulla ei taida olla kaikki muumit laaksassa.
0: You might recognize that one from our intro. It translates to, seems like you don't have all your moomins in the valley. And it's a reference to the moomin characters from the famous comic strip books and cartoon series by the Swedish-speaking Finnish illustrator Tove Jansson. The characters, who look vaguely like white hippos, live together in Moomin Valley. So saying someone doesn't have all their Moomins in the valley is the equivalent of saying someone is missing their marbles.
3: Those are so good, and they work. They work in Finnish, in Swedish, and when translated to English, they're still funny. You might need a little more information with the Moomins, and what Moomins are, but once you understand that, the insult joke still kind of translates. There's one other insult joke that we heard from our friend Rita, and it has never made sense to us. There's like so many layers of cultural background that we don't have, that this insult joke has no kind of context. So we're gonna spend the rest of this episode diving into one specific insult joke. Okay, we we are on.
5: My name is Rita Ikonen, and I am from Koala slash pohjois so eastern Finland.
3: Hello, Rita. <laughs> yeah, hello.
5: It's very much like Rita if you're <laughs> local here.
1: <laughs> so we called up Rita to ask her to tell us this insult again and the story behind it. We wanted to know where she first heard it, where it comes from, and any other cultural information she could give us so we could have a better grasp of this really mysterious insult.
3: When we were in Finland two years ago, you came to visit us in Vasa. Yes. You told us a joke while you were there that we've been kind of following and kind of entering this rabbit hole of like trying to find meaning behind it. And so do you remember the joke that you told us? It's about the Lincoln bear, isn't it?
5: <laughs> My grandma's favorite.
3: <laughs> okay. So can you tell us the joke?
5: I don't know if it's as, so much joke, but you could just say it about somebody or something.
3: An insult. It's kind of a put down, right? Mm-hmm.
5: Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's what there's many versions. What my grandma liked to say was, pyörikku puolukka siampillussa.
3: And what does that translate to? Well,
5: roughly it spins or it hovers like lingonberry in the cunt of a pig.
3: Oh, in the cunt of a pig.
1: That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How old were you, and in what context was your grandma saying this to you?
5: Ever since I can remember, she's full of these sayings. So it used to be. Um, it could be if somebody was busying something around, didn't quite know which way to go, or maybe you were really excited, or yeah, normally of the humans busying around. Or hovering around, not being quite on a mission, or maybe in your way slightly.
1: Mm-hmm. That's pretty rude. Even in Finnish, like the translation to English sounds pretty rude. But do, is it? Does it have that connotation in Finnish?
5: No, you can go ruder than that because they've used the word "billu," which is semi-sweet and semi like little girls would talk like that. And then if you want to, you know, this word "vittu," which is more kind of common slang basic swear word, but still, it's the same body part. But to use "p" pi, pillo, it kind of also rhymes with the rest of it more
3: nicely. Mm-hmm. So I think it's and like it's, a friendly so, cunt, but it's still definitely a cunt. A friendly cunt, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're always friendly, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really tough because I think
5: do. it sounds really casual and offhand, something like nearly derogatory, but she is when my grandma at least was saying this, it it was like she was owning it a little. And then I think the Kant would suit it better for that. It's not derogatory, it's quite powerful and utilitarian also. So and then this lingenberg is definitely in its own little spinning function <laughs>
1: And so can you tell us a little bit about the kind of cultural presence or power, or just what is the lingonberry in Finnish culture?
5: It's this crucial cornerstone of hunter-gatherer, I guess more gathering of your lifestyle. So picking blueberries, picking lingonberries, those are the two main things. You can also venture out to raspberries or gooseberries or... Cloudberries, cloudberries, yeah, but that's that's a real sport. But I think like uh, lingonberry and blueberry, those are like your staple berries. So it's you know it's definitely important and for your or picking mushrooms. But basically, it's a very solid staple pastime to go pick berries when the berry season is on. Everybody does it. If you don't do it, it's a little bit just a little bit maybe silly for not to do it. It's like free, amazing nourishment and vitamins and free-range organic produce everywhere and if you don't go pick it then it's a little special
3: are there any jokes that relate to picking mushrooms like in latvian we heard that a bekwat which means go pick mushrooms which basically means fuck off or buzz off are there any finnish sayings or things like that that or about mushrooms maybe not with the same meaning but that same like fuck off would be
5: sukki which is me mean, which means like uh, ski into the spruce <laughs> you know the christmas tree one yeah yeah ski to the spruce sukki <laughs> kuuseen also could mean into the
3: forest well the go ski into the forest i think is related to go pick mushrooms which is like go get lost in the forest get lost you know, it's, yeah it's i guess get, get, get lost. lost yeah Skiing into a tree is a little bit more, like, aggressively violent. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Rita gave us a lot to unpack, but we didn't get much closer to understanding how this phrase about a lingonberry in a pig's vagina ended up coming to be. So we asked another Finnish friend, Laura Lappi, if she had any knowledge of this insult.
4: My name is Laura I'm originally from Asikkala,
3: South Finland. Okay, so we've been talking about this Finnish saying about a lingonberry in a vagina. Can you tell us this joke as you've heard it in Finnish? Pyörii kuin puolukka pillussa.
1: And how would you translate this to English?
4: Rolling like a cranberry in your pussy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we heard lingonberry.
4: Lingonberry, maybe yeah, lingonberry, yeah. Rolling like a lingonberry in your pussy. Can you remember when you might have heard this? I think I have heard this in, in, I think, high school or something. But now I actually, I remember something else that my teacher kept telling me when I was like, or like my like my class when I was uh, maybe 10 years old. It's a like kind of like a similar thing, but a tiny different version. So in Finnish, you would say like, Pyörii kuin pieru which would be like uh rolling or like moving like a fart in a leather pants <laughs> so i <laughs> <laughs> So
5: he
4: said he said that when the it was a teacher who said that to us if we were like restless in a class and we were not sitting quiet he said you're like rolling like a fart in a leather pants yeah (laughs) because leather pants don't breathe so the fart would just be really stuck in there yeah yeah
3: that makes sense
4: (laughs) but okay so it's a different one than this but um
1: so you think it would be used in the same way like it's about restlessness
4: maybe maybe it's about the restlessness yeah so so i don't know what that one is about like is it about the rest i don't know if that's about the restlessness
1: what do you think why would a lingonberry and a vagina yeah. be in the same <laughs> sentence? <laughs>
4: yeah, the, I don't know. The only thing I... Okay, the only, like, sort of association I get with this is that you, you like, as a girl or something, you pee in the forest. I don't know. I don't know where this comes from, but that's, like, the only sort of thing I... You pee in the forest, and there are these lingonberries, and... I don't know what, what what why they say. I mean, this one like that you like roll like a like a fart in your leather pants kind of makes sense. But this one, I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe the lingonberry could maybe it could be related like period or something. I don't know because it's like red and juicy. I don't know. <laughs> I <mean. laughs> and you make like this jam and juice. I I don't know. Like it's kind of interesting actually. Yeah. I Somehow, I don't know, I just,
3: for me, it gives some association with women body. Yeah. So far, we've learned that this phrase, which is often said to children, is a way to tell someone to stop acting restless or being useless. We've also come to understand that there are several slang words for the female genitalia that are commonly used as swear words in Finnish, particularly vitu and pilu, both of which can be translated to cunt or pussy, We've also learned a bit about the lingonberry and its relevance in Finnish culture. But still, why would you ever say that someone is twirling, spinning, or hovering like a lingonberry in a cunt?
1: Another person we spoke with in Helsinki had a fascinating thought about the origin of this phrase. She said it might, in fact, be a reference to a story in the Kalevala, the national epic poem of Finland, in which a virgin by the name of Mariata is immaculately impregnated by a lingonberry. We had to get to the bottom of this, so we called up on Skype a Finnish folklorist and social psychologist named Oti Lauhakangas, who specializes in proverbs. We thought she might be able to shine some light onto the origins of this mysterious saying.
2: My name is Oti Lauhakangas. Uh, I'm from Helsinki, from Finland, and uh, my uh, research is about proverbs. It has been my subject quite a long time. How would you describe Finnish humor? Um, yes, I would say that uh, it also has something to do with our former, of course, this ancient way of life. That uh, we are, uh, if we comp- if we compare us to Sc- other Scandinavian uh, people, like. Swedish people. Uh, they are more like um, verbal, I think, and, and I think a Finnish humor has something to do with this uh, that we don't, we are not making small talk or like that, and our way to speak is not so cultivated, I think. Of course, nowadays, nowadays, everything has changed, but but it has been like that. So, so we like to be straight, and uh, also we like to, we want to make jokes of ourselves. Also,
1: can you think of any Finnish sayings or insulting phrases that um, that you've heard or that you might know that that we might not have heard before?
2: One I found it was, I've never used it or heard it, but. But it, I like it because it's kind of a proverb also, it has it same same uh, idea as an quite international proverb, but uh, it is really used in a very very uh, everyday use. Okay. And it was one uh, one guy told that it was one his uh, father used it in very practical uh, situations and it was ala opeta nussima and it means that don't teach your dad to fuck so <laughs> <laughs> so it is this issas this kind of uh, dialect issas it nussima it's all this kind of uh, funny way to say also
1: would it be told from a father to a son if the son's trying to kind of explain something to his dad or something? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. You can use it.
3: <laughs> so we heard this joke about a lingonberry, as you know. And um, did you, have you heard this one before?
2: Yes, I heard, but uh, I mean, I, anyway, I want to classify. It is not a joke. I think it's uh, like a, a, this is comparison or parable. Simil.
1: Can you say this insult for us in Finnish?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it is uh, this, this alli- uh, alliteration which mm-hmm. is very important in our language. And so many, many, many sayings and many proverbs and uh, proverbial sayings are. They use this uh, alliteration, and sometimes, like this uh, Our language is like this, that uh, we have the stress in the first syllable. So we really like making those uh, alliterations. Yeah.
1: How would you translate this to English? Uh,
2: going round or swirling like a lingonberry in a vagina <laughs> or...
1: This person that we interviewed and a couple other people, not scholars, thought that this this saying, twirling like a lingonberry in a vagina, had something to do with the Kalavala and Mariata. And I don't think that might be true based on some other people that we talked to, uh, scholars, um, but I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the Kalavala Mariata, and why why would there, there be an association between this joke and the Kalevala?
2: At first, I should say that uh, the are not so interested in what is, what is true, because they are more interested. Yeah, they are interested in aha people think that this comes from. So they, then, then it uh, strengthens this uh, tradition, really, if they, if they think that it has this connection. And then, then it makes it more maybe more valuable or more, more interesting to use also. but there is uh, this Maria Maria is kind of virgin Maria and, and in Kalevala there is made of uh, many many different epic poems and in the oh, 19th century uh, scholars and like those went around and collected those poems and they were more like sang before, but but then they wrote them down. It
1: used to be oral tradition and song. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Those old poems they have taken from religious themes also. So, this, uh, you know, this uh, Virgin Maria and our word uh, for a very, the, the general. Com- Concept for uh, a berry is Maria, and we have also this Maria, uh, like a first name, like also Maria, of course around the world, and uh, and then this marjatta or marketta they are they are also, they come from this Maria, and he, they have this connection with this berry.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So this puolukka uh, is one berry. It is a puola, also. I don't know.
1: Is it a lingonberry? Is that, that? Yeah, it is lingonberry. Okay.
2: Yep. So
3: the lingonberry has a connection to the name.
1: Uh, the it, what I understand you're saying is the berry. The word for berry, a general word for berry, is also the same as the old woman's first name Maria. Yeah, and it's oh.
2: Maria. So anyway, this um, to pick berries, of course, very was very important, uh, important, and for uh, for maidens, for those young ladies, but um, but it was also. I think it has been some kind of uh, euphemism also.
3: Oh, a euphemism,
2: because I have heard also that they have this saying in Swedish that. Uh, somebody has gone to uh, pick blueberries. And it is uh, it is plocka blober in Swedish. And it is also this alliteration.
3: And it means, like, to what?
2: And maybe that she has met a man there somewhere.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so
2: so we will go to. This is one thing I, I really heard from my... Uh, classmate <laughs> because she had been in Sweden and during school years also she, she told me that they say this like this and it means yeah
1: so do you think this, this story of Marietta
2: this is my theory yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have, has, have this kind of uh, meaning also that it is a uh, roundabout saying Always, uh, mothers want to uh, get their daughters married, and this Marietta was too too proud to go uh, to accept those. But at the same time, she was this Maria, Virgin Maria. But anyway, this. But it was the the uh, moral of this story, why this was uh, told that. The, this uh, Maria was, or Margetta, Marietta was too supercilious, and uh, so she didn't have any experience <laughs> so when she went to uh, pick berries and or met the first man uh-huh. she couldn't uh, say no like because this uh, berry uh, Jumped on on her <laughs> like that, <laughs> and so she became pregnant.
1: <laughs> right. So it's it's the way it's told in the poem is about a berry and an immaculate conception from a virgin. But you're saying that if you read between the lines, that it has this double meaning.
2: Yeah, double meaning. or How do you say? It? Because it was quite straight, meaning, I, th- I think, that if uh, mothers or uh, grandmothers told these kind of stories or sang them to young girls, or they, of course, ha- had this moral uh, story also there that you, you shouldn't be too uh, with blue eyes, or how do you say? Mm-hmm. Do you have this sex thing.
3: Yeah. Okay, this is a warning to young girls. We have this phrase too. Um, they, they they shouldn't be too doe-eyed or too innocent.
1: So so it's sort of a cautionary tale in a way. Interesting. And so then then the relationship to this this expression um, might be more uh, not not as direct. Kind of just linking linking the idea of a lingonberry and a vagina to this story, but it's not doesn't have the same meaning. It seems.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, but people might know this, uh, of course, this Marietta story. Of course, elderly people know it better, and then it is connected to it.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's interesting.
3: So what we now know about this insult, you're twirling like a lingonberry in a cunt, is that it's usually directed at children, and colloquially means that you are acting aimless or being useless. There is a euphemism in Swedish, and maybe in Finnish, that equates picking berries to having sex. In Finnish, the word for berry is the same as the name Mary. And there is a character in the Kalevala, a virgin by the name of Mariata, or Mary, who can be seen as the equivalent of the Christian Virgin Mary, who becomes impregnated by a lingonberry while she is berry picking. And this story is often used as a warning to young girls to not be too naive.
1: So if a berry, which is a seed, has the ability to create new life, or to jump on a woman's leg and make its way into the vagina, but instead of impregnating her, it spins around, twirls, or hovers in place, one might think that that berry isn't living up to its full potential. You might say it's useless.
3: So, while there may not be a direct correlation between this insult and the Mariata Saga in the Kalevala, we can see why this association is commonly made.
1: But now I am left with one last question. How does this relate to a pig's vagina?
0: (laughs) We've known since day one of this project that jokes rarely translate from one language to another, or from one culture to the next. And this convoluted behemoth we've tried to tackle today from Finland, it takes that to the next level. To really understand what that jank means is difficult to put into words because it's so heavily coded and steeped in centuries of rich cultural context and national epic poems such as the Kalevala. And if you understand what it means, even on a guttural level, then one you've just completed your PhD. Congratulations. Or two, it means that we can further our understanding of a culture and a people through their insult humor.
1: You've been listening to Don't Spit, Can't Swim, a podcast about the oral traditions of insult humor from around the world. If this is the very first time you've listened to this podcast, and you need a bit more background information on the origin of this project, please go back and listen to our episode zero.
3: Our theme music is by Ben Kinsley. Our image was designed by Justin Crosby, featuring an illustration by the one and only Brooke Inman. Many thanks to our guests, Rita Ikonen, Laura Lappi, and Oti Lahokangas
0: big thanks to all our new subscribers and just so you all know this podcast is slow cooked we release new episodes when they are good and ready so please subscribe on iTunes Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts to ensure you receive new episodes as soon as they are published you can also follow us on Twitter at Janks Archive and we will definitely post new episodes there
3: that's J-A-N-K-S A-R-C H-I-V-E
1: And as they say in Romanaccio, Oh, ma va sonar tamburo sua panza du mare con gli osse
5: mortacci tua.